Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fallon Wonderworld. This musical theater-inspired platformer danced onto consoles and PC in 2021. Expectations soared for this brainchild of two game industry veterans, and we were among the first to experience this highly anticipated title. But upon our arrival in Wonderworld, we quickly regretted it. The costumes, the gameplay, none of it worked. But what if we were able to fix the Balan Wonderworld disaster? Sounds like we got a new episode of... Next Game. I'm Shane. And I'm Adam. And welcome to Next Game. The show where we design sequels, prequels, spinoffs, and anything else we deem fun. We are so happy to have you joining us in this episode where we're talking about Balan Wonderworld. Here we are! Yeah. Balan Wonderworld. <laughs> You've all wanted a sequel, spinoff, prequel, or something to this game, and or we're like gonna do it. nobody did, maybe? Uh, look, folks, this is a weird one. Uh, if you've never watched the show before, what we do is we create uh, prequels, sequels, kind of like a whole weird idea where we want to make brand new entries to yeah. video games we love. But in this instance... Yes, it's not a video game we love. Uh, in fact, it's a video game that we've talked negatively about on one of our other shows. That's right. Just bad games. We have an episode of Balan Wonderworld uh, on Balan Wonderworld uh, on our other uh, channel, Rerez. Uh, go check that out. A lot of information there. Um, but if, if you uh, want to know the basics of Balan, we'll go over that today. That's right. Yeah. And I also want everyone to understand the kind of concept here is that Adam is going to come up with a video game pitch. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come up with a video game pitch. And then we're going to take those pitches and they are going to be sent to a guest producer who's going to pick one of us as the winner and the other as the loser. So there are stakes, my friend. Yes, there are. But I think it's time that we really get into Oof. the meat of this. Huh? I can't wait for it. Folks, every episode we have to ask ourselves, why this game? Okay, Shane, this is the hardest question uh, I think we've ever had to, <laughs> to ask. Um, why this game? Why are we covering, uh, why are we making sequels for Balan Wonderworld? Okay, well, uh, you and I have played Balan Wonderworld. Mm -hmm. um, we beat the game. Mm -hmm. um, we've really done a lot of work on this. Mm -hmm. uh, Balan Wonderworld is a strange one because see, I think when everybody saw us starting the show for the first time, they thought, oh, you're just gonna do uh, sequels and prequels and whatever to games people like. And yeah. It's fun. It's fun to do yeah. that. But it's also fun to be able to take something that um, didn't work. Didn't work in our opinions. Yes, in our opinions. And many people's opinions. But it <laughs> uh, didn't work and, and try to bring new life into it, right? That's right. So yeah. that's why we're doing it to, today. Or we can make that more concise. Uh, it bad. That's right. That's, that's well, really why this is. game? It bad. It bad. Yeah. So the original Balan Wonderworld is a 3D platformer. Yes. Um, it's created uh, by Yuji Naka. Um, Yuji Naka is the creator of Sonic the Hedgehog. So this was a very big, important game for him, but yes. it didn't end up working that well. We're going to get into that a little bit more, but other aspects of the game that, that are kind of important to understand why it didn't work is because the little tiny bits and pieces that make a 3D platformer what they are, things that were kind of not invented by Nintendo with Super Mario 64, but refined, like really just defining what that whole genre could be. It didn't follow those rules. Yeah, it, it feels at all. it feels like it had plenty of inspiration it could have taken from because making a 3D platformer. This game was released in 2021. Uh, and not only was it uh, Yuji Naka, but uh, but also Naoto Oshima. That's right. Got to make sure I, I pronounce that properly. Was was the art uh, designer and also uh, has designed games as well. These are two veterans that have seen the growth of the industry and have worked on multiple. Uh, platformers both 2d and 3d yeah and uh he was the designer of sonic the hedgehog and, and like <laughs> yes. like these people had been there yes. since uh, very close to the beginning of, of platforming games in general yeah. so for this to be done so wrong poorly it, it's quite the thing but, so so i think you and i can both agree visually we like the way this game looks i was gonna say that yeah the cutscenes are are pretty beautiful yeah. you know there's, there's well animated right well yeah. animated minor gripes with that music is fantastic that's right um like the 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 levels themselves they look kind of cool there's yeah. some cool theming uh but <laughs> the the buck sort of 
stops there, yeah. right? That's yeah. that's yeah. that's pretty much it. Uh, we we got to dig into some of the some of the negativity. We can't yeah. just say it's a bad game and move on. Yeah, yeah. There has to be a little bit much. I I think I think one thing when you think about a three D platformer is. Uh, typically you have a character that has a set uh, amount of abilities and maybe you get more abilities as the game goes through. But in this game, what the abilities are, are costumes. And there's over 80 of these costumes. A lot. So you have a crazy variety of, of, of things that either do similar aspects to other costumes, similar things to other costumes, or do completely unique things that other costumes don't do. Yeah. And it's maddening. You it, cannot memorize them unless you are a wizard. You, you can't figure all that stuff out. So you just don't know what you should be using at any given moment. It is really mind-boggling. In my mind, if you're going to implement costume, a costume system, a vast costume system into a video game, uh, you should not have overlap between yeah. the powers. So some costumes will do this, but not that, or it will do this and that, and, and they overlap with other costumes, and it becomes so messy, and it becomes harder to think back to, okay, this one jumps and shoots, yes. but this one does the jump that one does, but it doesn't shoot. Yeah. And like trying to remember those things is... And, and, and speaking of the jumps, right? Yes. Not every costume jumps yes in a 3d platformer where you have to jump a lot not every uh, like it's it's yeah, insane like yeah, no yeah. one should do that but that's in this game it is well, an incredibly bad idea we're, we're burying the lead a little bit there's only one button to do thing in yes, this game that's right so you don't have a separate jump from action button in this in this title they they went for a very ambitious one button action uh controller scheme which you know, if if they pulled it off, yeah, if they would pulled have it been off, incredible. It would have been great. <laughs> you know, uh, like I, I think back to like a Kirby's Air Ride, which I believe implemented like a, a fairly simplistic simple, one, yeah, one button simple, yeah. action uh, uh, implementation within the racing game. Uh, that's remembered a little bit more favorably. This was this no. was an, this a one, horrible disaster. It, it really is. It, so it's it's hilarious when we were going through the game you, you think to yourself one button to interact with everything one yeah. button to do an action yeah and you think well how can you achieve that well if you had a character that had the ability to jump but also uh had the ability to shoot that means that uh, like shoot a projectile of some sort that means the character jumps with the button because you have to be able to jump at a certain point but the shooting just happens when the character is just sitting there like it's it's a really poor idea. Like we talked about the, the main menus, the main menus themselves yeah. have to actually be interacted with one button and you have to select a back button somewhere else to go back. It's it's yeah. really it, on-screen button to, to go back. The the end product makes it feel like um, the idea to have one action button was put on the whiteboard in the very beginning of developing yeah. the game. And as they went through, they were like, oh, come on, we should have another button. They're like, nope. One button, and then they, they were. It, it seems like a lot of these costumes were pointing towards. Oh, eventually we'll be able to have a jump separate from you know a fire or action button. Eventually that'll be implemented. But someone was like, no, one button. We're sticking with it, and it's it's so to this game's detriment. I want to say though, even if like there's some crazy world where where the one button implementation works. Um, even if your your jumps, your shoots, everything worked, the platforming still feels terrible in this yeah, game. Yeah, it does. It really does. Right? It feels floaty and yeah. weird. And the reason why is because there are so many costumes that have different abilities and different features and mm. different sets, different speeds, different heights. Nothing feels correct because it's not like with, with, with Mario or any other 3D platformer that typically only has like a few characters, that character is razor sharply defined. So you know yeah. exactly what to expect. That does not happen in this game. Yeah. Every character really, every costume feels like a different character. It, it could have been fixed with more polish because we can talk about other games like Mario Odyssey, which did implement a heck of a lot of different powers into yeah. a video game, but they took the time to polish those things so that like, you know, you, you could fluidly go, go through levels. Yeah. Whereas in Balan Wonderworld, like you were saying, uh, sometimes you're jumping and you're like, no, I should have made that jump when you just fall into a, a bottomless pit. That's right. Or and, and it happened a lot. And, yeah. and I, I mean, when we talk about like some of the costumes just automatically like doing a thing, there's this one that is iconic from the game, Box Fox. Box Fox. Box Fox <laughs> literally turns into a, a, a cube metal yeah. box that just slides with momentum that can fall off the stage. It is the stupidest design I've ever seen in any major video game from any large company. It is beyond crazy. I don't know why they did that. And look, I, I think uh, one of the things we should address that 
more stuff has been coming out about this game as as time has gone uh, from from us having reviewed right, it originally. Right, 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 yeah. And there may have been uh, an idea here where the game was supposed to be a cell phone game originally, so you had to move around and just use one button for input. So that was where the idea of simplicity came from. But in their overreaching simplicity of things, uh, making everything as simple as they could, it made things way more complex. The best way to talk about uh, Balan Wonderworld's controls and the gameplay is to think about it like it's a keyboard with one button. And if you hit the button enough, you'll hit every key you need to hit. But if you just had all the keys in front of you, it would have been a lot easier. Right. It's too complicated. You 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 made things way more complex than they need to be by by trying to keep things simple, right? Yeah. And and uh, just to to build off of sort of the the ludicrousness of the costume system, you don't really have health in the game. Yeah. And costumes are 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 gained like items, and That's they right. go into an inventory. And and to get the uh, they get the costume, you need to get a key somewhere in the level to yeah. unlock a costume box. It, it, it's, it's simple. It's it's so. <laughs> Simple. It's so simple. It's one button. Why man? doesn't everyone do this in the game? <laughs> There's a reason why. Yeah. It, it is just like that. So yeah. the controls are bad. The gameplay isn't very good. Yes. It's it's simple and complex all at the same time. But that's not the only problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the I want to talk about more things before we get into the pitches because I have a feeling that our pitches will probably be iterating yes. on some of the things that were in that initial game. I want to talk about the the Tim's. So in <laughs> Sonic Adventure, you had, is it the Chow Garden the Chow, or Kao Garden? Chow, 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 Chow Garden. Chow, Chow Garden, yeah. Uh, they wanted to make a sort of implementation, almost like a uh, Tamagotchi pet implementation into this game that was similar uh, to, to those old Sonic Adventure that games. That's correct, yes. And you're creating a tower of Tims. Tims are these little chickadees in the game. The little fluff balls. Where, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know where to begin with all this, right? Oh, you feed... It's, it's more complexity for the simplicity exactly. of things, right? You feed these little chickadees, these Tims, things called drops, which are pickups throughout the, the course of the different worlds in Balan Wonderworld. Uh, and by feeding them, you can hatch more and also grow... Your your tower, which is being built slowly over time, uh, the Tower of Tims. <laughs> I love you trying to explain. Yeah, I'm this. trying to explain it, and at the same time, my mind is reeling as I'm as I'm thinking. And what does it do? Yeah, it 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 basically allows it, it's it's done specifically to unlock a future costume that you can get. But the way you do everything is really complicated. And it feels on top of unnecessary. That, it feels like it was tossed in there as as just the fan service for people that love Sonic Adventure. The game is so unbelievably complicatedly designed that when we did our review, we discovered something that other people hadn't discovered because there's you just might not have noticed it. Every mission, every level is a Tim rescue mission. Oh, that's and, right. And the Tims are following you throughout right. the game. And you just always saw them. You never paid any mind to them. And there's these like flower plants that were like eating the Tims, but they're not animated. That only happened when you were looking away. And if you looked away, you would hear the sound. But if you didn't see the animation, you didn't know what was going on. So one of the stages, we got to the end and we couldn't beat the level. And we never heard anybody complain about this before. We were like, what's going on? Yeah, How why can we can't take we it through? This? And yeah. it's because all the Tims had been eaten by these plants and they couldn't unlock the last section of the level because the Tims sing yeah. to unlock this thing. It it's is easy. Crazy. It's one button. Oh, we're just going to so... keep coming back to that. So there's there's other things that are in the game yeah. that I kind of wanted to touch on as well. There's something called Balance Bout. Yes. It's a, oh. a sequence in the game. Can you explain it, Shane? It's basically... Uh, uh, a, like a quick time sequence yeah. where you have to hit a button at the right exact moment. And even if you're a fraction off, you won't get uh, the perfect score you need. And if you get the perfect score, you get a Balan trophy. And you need these Balan trophies to unlock next levels. So you have to go back and do these. Now, the problem is, if you go into a level again after the, the, you've beaten the world or whatever, and you uh, and you want to unlock that, that thing that you missed, you can do it again. But if you screw it up that time, you have to go beat the boss to re-unlock it. Mm -hmm. It is... So irritating. If you miss any one of these, it's like having to go through an entire thing just to finish it again. I really, really hated that. Oh, yeah. So you got to go the, the whole level, kind of uh, go back to the very beginning and then do it again. It's like having to do one more playthrough, yeah. basically. I'm I'm totally cool with backtracking in video games. It can be done very well. But oh, yeah, in, for sure. in, in this instance, yeah, for sure. it felt uh, badly created, badly repetitive. And that's where you started to notice things that you don't even think about. Like, 
What are the enemies? We don't know what the enemies are. There's a big villain in this game that you see, but you're never told who they are, what they are, where they came from. None of that Obviously, is explained. Obviously, you did not read the novel, Shane. Because there was a novel released <laughs> at the same time this game came out that explained everything. And and the novel <laughs> is in a language you can read. Because well, Okay, well, yeah, we have to talk about because, that too. Jeez, like uh, folks, if you've never played Balan Wonderworld, you you have to understand. It is when it, the game it starts. It is a tour de force. <laughs> when the game terrible. starts, the characters are speaking in a language that you can't understand. It's not a language that's real. It's the it, fans, uh, fans, fans, fans of Balan Wonderworld have have coined it Balinese because yes. they, it just it's just made up. It's a made up language, yeah. and we were like, okay, you know what? They're just doing this, and then they're having subtitles on the bottom so that you can just play through the whole game, and it, it's yeah. universal. Sure, but the sure, subtitles sure. weren't through the entire game. They actually removed the subtitles after the beginning of the game, like the first couple of minutes after the first opening cutscene and that's it's it it's like you, they forgot and that's it no more so, no more at all in anything like other games have implemented the style of of uh, like dialogue yes. if you think of like Banjo-Kazooie for example where they have the it's fine yeah and you're right you, you can put any language under that and it, and it, and it works very well and, and you they, gotta you gotta continue the thread you start though man and, and they were they were hardcore on this this language they invented yeah. because when you beat the levels uh, and, and you and you beat a boss, there would be an entire musical number that would happen. The musical number was Singing in this dancing. language. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then what happened was that we 100%ed a world and then that, that musical unlocked. And I was like, well, maybe the musical will be bigger or grand or whatever. Yeah. So the musical unlocked. And you know what it was? It was in English. <laughs> It is such a confusing thing to do. You already had the translated lyrics. You you already had the, everything translated just, and, and, and subtitled. You just didn't put it in until you beat the game where afterwards you wouldn't care anymore. Stick to one thing. Either we don't know what they're saying or we can read what they're saying or we can hear and understand what they're saying. Yeah. Pick one. Yeah, right? <laughs> this is it. So Balan Wonderworld Clearly, yes. there's only one game in the entry of the series. Yeah. We don't, uh, uh, since since then, uh, Yuji Naka has left yeah. Square Enix. There's a lot of uh, stuff in the news right now. We don't know if it's related to Square oh, Enix or not. Yeah, we don't even have to get into that necessarily. We don't have to. What but, I do want to talk in, talk about, though, before we segue in, into our next section, uh, do, do you know what Balan's Endgame is? Uh, to make people happy. Okay, that's that seems all, to be what that's it is. That's all I wanted. Everyone, to get. every world is yes. based off of a person. Well, and all those people yes. are sad or, right. or have some kind of anguish. That's right. And then what Balan is doing is is he's introducing these two characters, uh, Emma and Leo Craig. And, and Leo. Yeah. Uh, Emma, uh, Emma Cole uh, and Leo Craig's, Craig. Daniel <laughs> Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> Emma Cole and Leo Craig are these two little characters. That's right. And you can choose to play as one or the other. Yeah. And what's important is that they're going through all these worlds. They themselves are sad. And they're going through these worlds where these other people are sad and you're making them happy by by getting rid of all their negative emotions. By finding a piece of their heart. Yes. By, yes, making them not sad anymore. Which, by the way, had to read this, but all the villains in this world, uh, all the negative things, they're yeah. called Nagati. So well, just so you know, beautiful. <laughs> that's what they are. It's like poetry. It's, it's these two characters going through and by the end of the game, they're happy. But why they're sad in the first place, I still don't understand. Yeah. I still don't know. Yeah. I've beaten the game. Yeah. I don't know why they were sad yeah. at the beginning. One one was dancing, and then people were like, we're, you're we're doing like, a good you, job. You, and then he was like, uh. And then he walked away. I was like, what? Yeah. And then the other one. The other just opens her bedroom door, sees maids whispering about her, yeah. possibly. And then she's like, oh, my day's ruined. And she like yeah. walks out the front door. But I, I don't even, you but don't even know. They don't explain It's okay, anything. Shane. The Tims come along and they usher the children into Balin's weird magical playhouse it's, theater. It's a theater. It's yeah. a theater. And the, the theater is where everything takes place. And, yeah. and you go, and this okay. is like, it's a magical wonder world. Okay. And and yeah, it's it's bizarre. It's confusing. We desperately hope everyone goes out and plays this game just to experience it. Yeah, or watch the episode we covered where we covered it pretty or thoroughly. Maybe another game will come out in the future that people can jump on board with and and have a better time than we did with the first one. So <laughs> maybe we should make them. Yeah. So folks, now it's time for the section of the series of 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 show we've created here, where we basically come up 
with the next game. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, folks, we're into the next portion here where we're going to be pitching our games. So Shane, what exactly are we doing now? So what we're going to do here is you're going to hear us create a kind of a trailer that we have a whole soundscape to. And then after that trailer, we're going to be revealing three back of the box features. Uh, back in the old days when you bought physical games. You flip it <laughs> on the back of the box. It would tell you some of the features of the game. So that's, that's what we're going to do. Yes. And after this, we're going to be having a producer actually look at our pitches and pick one of them as the winner. Remember, that's the point this is a competition the competition is going to begin now adam let's hear your pitch you ready for this yes i am i'm a little scared but i'm ready for it oh you'll be scared <laughs> lord satan i bring troubling news <laughs> the dulled fires of hell flicker and sputter pouring from the great walls of the throne room encircling the hesitant messenger imp no no my lord please Please, I beg you! A wisp of flame springs from the imp's fiery encasement, slinking across the demon's throat, half beckoning him to continue, half signaling that the minion chews its next words delicately. My lord, we've done as you've commanded. The deployed hordes of sickly terrors stirred valleys of gurgling magma. We've peppered your kingdom with enticement traps, gnarled madness-inducing oddities, uh, lined void spaces with mind-breaking labyrinths. Everything but he, he, he... The room flickers, stony crumbles, dust down rhythmically. The throne room pulses, a bassy beat. It grows and grows, refines to merry footsteps that finally Heimlich words from Beelzebub's bolted frown. It's another name for Satan. That's true. What is that? Norse. It's your armies, my lord. Uh, sir, I think they're singing and, oh, oh, no, 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 please, no! Satan clenches a fist. The imp crumples ablaze like a melting tin can. Dancing! Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Balin Underworld. Balin gets dead. I... I, well, <laughs> okay, um, so clearly uh, we didn't know who the villain was too much in the first game, so just going straight out going to Satan. Um, we don't know who the villain is yet either, my friend. I'm sorry, I'll if be... Satan's in the game, <laughs> Satan's villain. You think he's uh, not going to be the head let villain? Me, let me continue we're with going, my We're pitch. going higher than Satan here, folks. Let me continue with my pitch. Flashback! The year is 2045. After opening hearts and curing sadness in Wonderworld, Balan has put on endless stage shows in the real world, making people smile. Permanently. Sadness has all but been obliterated globally, but Balan's hunger to end the sad knows no bounds. With a dwindling unhappy population, Balan begins pondering a new way to feed his obsession. Is Balan the villain? I don't know. <laughs> You're making him sound like the villain. People are permanently happy forever? I mean, that sounds nice. That's but... what he wanted in the first game. Uh, enter the last person in the world capable of being sad. Fenton Craig, son of Leo Craig. All right. So how, what were we talking about? Uh, 20 years later, 30 years later? Uh, this is 2045. 2045. So yeah, it's a little over 20 years later. 
One day, while Balin schemes a way to put a permanent smile on Fenton's face, Fenton, again, is the last person that is sad in the world. Okay. Fenton is fatally maimed in a darkly coincidental breakdancing accident. Watching Fenton breathe his last breaths, Balin has an idea. A way to wipe sadness from everything, everywhere, forever. With Fenton's final gasp, Balin grabs hold of Fenton's uh, ascending essence and heaves it down to hell. Jeez. I, 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 don't, even, I don't even know what to process with this. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So. Balan Underworld. Before we get to any of the back of the box stuff, uh, I wanted to just say we got to fix a lot with Balan Underworld. You know, uh, a lot of things that we didn't like in in, in Balan Wonderworld. Uh, so before I even get to the back of the box, I just want to let you know: characters have health bars. Characters' motion feels better. This is a better platforming game all around. Okay, you have a jump button and an action button. Uh, so you can use costumes and you can jump and the jumping works. Okay. Uh, platforming basically doesn't feel broken in yeah. this game. Yeah. Okay. I just want to, I think that, that is not a point. I think anytime someone pitches a game, they don't have to say it controls good, but like in this instance, we kind of have to say it. So yeah. I, I'm going to echo the same things okay, in my own. Okay. Right? So okay. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to make that a back of the box <laughs> point. Like it's, 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 it's good it's, now. It's playable <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Back of the box point. Point number one, seven deadly worlds to cheer up. And where? So, uh, Balan's brilliant plan is to try and perk up the population of the underworld, right? A task that should keep him busy for a super long time. So the demons of hell. That's right. He's, he's... And the, the, the folks that are down there uh, also, because there are some permanent residents of, of hell. Uh, so the permanent residents of the lands are sad and trapped in the worlds uh, that are themed around the seven deadly sins. So th that's the theming of the levels. So we're doing Dante's Inferno here? It's, it's Dante's Inferno mixed with Mario Odyssey, and it's beautiful. So we got pride, we got sloth, we got wrath, we got gluttony, we got envy, lust, and greed. Okay, so th these different worlds, I'm going to go through a few of them, because uh, I don't want to go through all of them. It'll take too long. But uh, if you- if Which you, you know what they're like. If you want me to, I will. So uh, I, I just try to make things as quick as possible, because sure. it's like seven, right? Sure, sure. So the, the different worlds, uh, you have pride. So there's trophies, podiums, mirror mazes, you know, proud of your own image, uh, a verticality to the level. If you go to the top, there's more treasures and stuff, but you know, you're at the top, you're all proud. Uh, there's more danger. So you might want to go below. Okay. Sloth is another world. Uh, slowed time sections, uh, sinking into couches that you're platforming over, uh, a feeling of added weight to your character. This is the kind of stuff we're doing with the seven deadly sins. I'll do one or two more. Wrath, a place of anger and danger, sharp objects poking out everywhere, relentless platforming, heavy metal music, fast, vicious creatures, gluttony, collectibles everywhere. But if you collect too much collectibles, your health diminishes. Mm. I thought that was kind of a cool idea. That is a neat idea, actually. Okay, and that could be themed on like drink and food and like mouths everywhere and stuff. So that's four, four okay. of the seven. I have more. If you want them, they're here. No, but, it's but good. Yeah. I get you. Okay. I get you. So uh, this this back of the box point is called uh, Seven Deadly Worlds to Cheer Up and Where. So the where uh, part is uh, just as there are the seven deadly sins you venture into, you have seven deadly costumes that you wear and they're all labeled uh, similarly, right? So are there deadly costumes? So like, is 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 greed just like a fat costume? Okay, I'll give you greed. Okay. Uh, greed, giant hands pull enemies or objects to you. Okay. Yeah, all yeah. right. I like that. I, I can go through them all relatively quickly. Uh, pride, you got a, a radiating glowing light that extends out of you. Uh, every single costume will not only uh, harm enemies, but has some sort of traversal use. Okay. So pride could also melt like walls and things. Uh, there's sloth, your character sleeps and an ethereal dreamlike version of your character comes out. And then you can go past, let's say like a lightning gate. And, and then you can um, materialize on the other side. Okay. Or you can materialize within enemies and they'll explode. All right. A la Abe's Odyssey kind yeah, of sort yeah, of. I get yeah, that, yeah. And then I'll just pick another random one. Uh, let's see. Envy. 
uh, you take the property of any enemy or object. So you're still, you know, oh, you know, I want to be rock like that molten oh, like take rock their over abilities there. Kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can take the abilities of objects around the world, uh, or you can take the abilities of uh, enemies nearby. Okay, that's really neat. All right, so. That's uh, point, uh, back of the box point number one. We have the seven deadly sins. Uh, back of the box point number two, Balan's Bout to Muso. Okay. All new Balan's Bout system. I have problems with this because I hated that system completely. How yeah. did you make a better Balan's Bout system? Which, by the way, is garbage to begin yes. with. No quick, no quick time events. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Unless I change it at the last minute. Okay, so do you know what Musou-style games are, basically? Because uh, Musou, I just said the, the word Musou, not everyone knows what it explain is. Explain that out. So uh, Musou games are like your um, Dynasty Warrior-style games, Hyrule Warriors games, your Persona 5 Strikers. Uh, it's a game where you often play as one powerful character that stylishly uh, dispatches or kills, like, armies. Yeah. Right? Yeah, huge, huge yes. amounts, right? So I, I think I think the Zelda release was probably the most popular entry yeah, in that series. Yes, for pro a lot of probably recently, but the Warriors games have been around forever, right? Like Dynasty Warriors and stuff. So, uh, Balan's bouts are different in Underworld. Here they occur after Fenton finishes a boss fight in one of the seven deadly sin worlds. Uh, it's a time where powers of hell have diminished. So, uh, Fenton killed a boss. Oh, oh, Satan's less powerful now. So, this is the perfect opportunity for Balan's to take on whole swarms of the devil's armies and infect them with happiness. So, Balan will accomplish this through Musou-style action gameplay. So you use Balan's magic and stage antics, hurling beams of heart-swaying entertainment through armies of the underworld's most horrific creatures to make them smile. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's better than the, the, the other thing that they did. Yeah. I, I, the I quick, would actually the, the play quick this. Time, the yeah. quick time thing? Thing. Uh, so you gain drops, devil drops in this game. Uh, th you gain them throughout the levels and stuff by, you know, just doing your regular traversal as Fenton. But and, you and, and devil drops, by the way, you're talking about the collectible yes. in the original game, yes. which were basically little gems that are called drops. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Here they're called devil drops. And there's only one kind in the original game. There was like 17 kinds. Yeah. And they were so difficult. No, no, there's just one. There's yeah. one currency. Yeah. I in agree. This game. I agree with this completely. Okay. Yeah. So you gain devil drops based on your effectiveness in the, in this Musso style game. Uh, there will be singing. There will be dancing. <laughs> Possibly we'll add in a rhythm based uh, mini game here as well. Cause I cannot get over Satan's armies smiling and dancing in unison. While I think that would be funny. Maybe the, the made up language will come back just for that moment. Sure. Sure. Bebo. I don't want da, da, that. Da, da, da. that now, now Just I, imagine the horrors, <laughs> the absolute monstrosities of the, the netherworld d doing that or whatever. The, uh, the underworld, I should say. All right. So that was back of the box point number two. Okay. Back of the box point number three, Tower of Power. The Tower of Tim's has a reason to exist in this game. Okay. What is the reason? Okay. So these little chickadee-like creatures that we alluded to in, in our intro uh, called Tims, they're in the original game, and in that you feed those Tims uh, drops, those tear-shaped diamonds, they're devil drops in my game, uh, and those, those uh, Tim drops, well, when you make use of them, feeding them to the Tims, uh, they create a tower. Okay. They create a tower, right? That was the original game. And eventually you can gain access to ba the Balan costume in the original game. But the tower really didn't feel like it, it had that much weight to it in the original game. So I'm, I'm switching it up. I'm going to make the tower of some consequence in this game. So in Balan Underworld, the, the Tims are stationed down in hell with you. There's like a hub world or a hub location. So you're there as Fenton, you're building another tower. This time, the Tower of Tim, the Tower of Tim's is crucial not only to gameplay, but to the story itself. Okay. Making it doubly important. As you progress through the levels in hell, you collect devil drops. These build up a larger, more elaborate tower over time, piece by piece. And as it grows, it will begin to house schools of Tim Taylors. So <laughs> just groups of tailors that that can augment costumes. Okay. So that's that's the thing. You're you're getting more rooms and stuff and this tower's growing, okay? Tims are getting smarter. So yeah, Tims are getting smarter and and they're 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 making the costumes better cuz they they work for Balan. They want you to get through and help Balan make everything happy, right? But is Balan really the good guy? 
Anyway, it really doesn't sound like it. These no. Tims are working to strengthen the designs of, of Fenton's costumes, uh, upgrading abilities. I won't go too much into detail there. Let's say you can stay ethereal longer. Let's say your reach. You know, I was talking about grabbing things. Let's say the reach is a little bit further. Maybe there are other slight augmented tweaks that don't just extend things necessarily. Okay. Uh, that's what the tailors are going to do. Cool. But still, what's the point of the physicality of a growing tower to you, the player? Well, the tower isn't just about upping costume powers. It's more important. It's the tool to save Fenton. Ah, you're trying to get Fenton's soul and bring him back to life? Fenton Craig, like his father in the original game, is a tool of Balin. A means to an end, Fenton is forcefully pushed into this mission to spread emotional singularity, happiness. But there's a way out, a towering way out. You're building this tower to, prov to provide Fenton a platform-laden monolith out of hell. Not just away from the fire and brimstone and literal monsters of the underworld, but from ultimate evil incarnate, Balin! Climb the tower and close the gates of hell behind you to imprison Balin where he belongs. Wow. That is, wow. Mic drop. Because <laughs> I, I got to be honest, when you were first talking about Balin making everyone on the, uh, on the planet like happy all the yes. time, never stopping. That's right. That reminds me of that one Twilight Zone episode where uh, that, that kid can read everybody's minds. And if you don't, if you're not happy all the time, yes. he'll like do something to you. Yeah, turn so, you into a, a monster or yeah, something. Right? I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that that's what that was reminding me of. Because oh. the way you were dr driving Balan, it didn't sound like Balan was good. He sounded like yeah. he was like obsessed so with doing something. In this game, I want there to be sort of a back and forth between Balan and Fenton, where Balan's like, "Oh, go help me, yada yada," and Fenton's doing it, but Fenton's like, oh, "Man, I got to get out of here." Like, I, you cannot appreciate. The sweet without the sour. Sure. The world needs mixed emotions. That's right. You can't be happy all the time. Yeah. I agree. Fenton is the seedling. Uh, the, the, growing up. Growing up. Growing up from, from the, the shallow depths of, of the burning inferno. That's going to bring sadness and, <laughs> and other emotions back, back to the world, my friend. All right. Well, that's a pretty solid idea. Yeah. I, uh, so Balin Underworld. Uh, Balin Underworld, Balin Gets Dead. All right. <laughs> All right. That's the title. Yeah, it goes in so many different directions with the Gets Dead part, Shane. Okay. It's beautiful. It's poetry again. All right. Okay. So that was my pitch. That was my trailer. That was my three back of the box points. I want to hear what you got, buddy. Okay. Pitch me a game. The theater is on fire. Right, roaring flames pour out of the building's every window and door. Plumes of smoke fill the air as we see Balin watching from a distance. His suit in tatters, singed with ash. From having only moments ago escaping the inferno. Atop the building, the Nagati, the enemies from the first game. Oh, right. <laughs> right? We have to remind everybody that's what that is. The Nagati, the enemies from the first game, burst the roof apart in a massive explosion. Six large black shadows escape through the air. They seem hungry, driven, and aiming for something. They fly into the city. Balin sees them and darts down this road, trying to give chase, but he doesn't reach any of them in time. We jump to the interior of a large towering office complex where an overworked janitor is looking down a hallway filled with garbage and refuse. One of the Nagati passes through a nearby open window and phases into the janitor's body. Their face drops as they are overcome by sorrow. Spreading from the janitor, the color begins to fade into heavily muted colors, verging on near black and white, spreading across the whole building. As it expands, it enrobes employees and objects. Everyone becomes trapped in sadness. Outside the now color-removed building, Balin stares, concerned. He moves towards the door, but for some reason, he just can't open it. He looks at his hands as the magic he once held in them sparks and fades away. He looks at his clothing. It's damaged. We cut to a nearby store with a sign that says, Emma and Leo's Worldwide Apparel. <laughs> yeah, they're back. Pants. In <laughs> Inside, the two former child heroes of the previous game are now 20-something business partners. They're busy adjusting racks of clothing and moving boxes. Suddenly, the door swings open. Emma and Leo instantly turn their heads towards the entrance. Balan smiles. It's showtime. 
You'll notice how he spoke in English there and not Balinese. Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah. Was... No more Balinese. No. Okay. Title card. Balan Wonderworld. Second act. Oh, okay. We, 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 are, is it going to be 2ND? Uh, yeah, that's what I was hoping. Okay. Yeah, because I like the way that would look. I yes, love, I love numbers yes. in titles, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. And it, it goes with the play style theming. The theater idea. Yeah, right? Balan has his, his magical theater. So Feels I, a little different. A little different. Um, as you can see, uh, what I wanted to do was, uh, destroy the theater. Because I didn't want us to be there. Okay. Because uh, I really didn't like anything that happened there. So I thought it, we got it, rid of that. It's symbolic of you destroying the old game and starting right? anew. Uh, we're cleaning up what the first game did wrong while doubling down on the few things that I believe the game did that were kind of interesting. We're not keeping the costume box mechanic. That's gone. Instead, Emma and Cole provide Balan with a unique costume for each of the six worlds. We're playing as Balan. In the last game, we really didn't do that. Even when you got the Balan costume, I think you were still the kids yeah. in and, the Balan costume. And when you had, yeah, you were. And when you had the Balan's bout, or yeah, Balan's bout, uh, it, it was just quick time yeah. events. Yeah. yeah. Right? I, I just didn't like that. Now, since the theater is destroyed, so is the library of costumes that Balan was using. So he has to depend on Emma and Leo's collection of clothing oddities to capture all of the Nagati and help rescue the victims they are preying upon. Now, something else, I want to borrow the Sonic the Hedgehog mechanic of being hit once and losing rings, but this time it's the collectibles, those little drops. The, the drops. Yes. Okay. You had to bring Sonic into this, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I had to. Wearing the shirt. You're wearing the shirt. Uh, uh, for those of you that can't see, I am wearing a Sonic shirt. The idea here is that you, you, you collect a bunch of these drops, and the more that you collect in the end of the game, you manage to collect them all. They're a nice collectible bonus perk. But if you get hit, you lose all of them. And yeah. then if you get hit again, you got to start all the way at the beginning of the stage. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I always like that mechanic yeah, uh, from the Sonic games. And you don't see it as much as you'd, you'd imagine no, you outside really of the Sonic universe. Yeah. Uh, the player enters the mind of each of the six people the Nagati have turned. So there's six Nagati that escaped. There's six people that have turned. Each one is in a different, unique world that represents some kind of business or something, like a school with a teacher, that that janitor in that business complex, something like that, that we know and, and understand from the real world. But these worlds have become twisted, strange, and bizarre as you go into them, representing their psyche and personality and whatever it is that's Ooh. actually making them depressed. Deep. Yeah. Very deep. <laughs> Each world is filled with minor enemies that once taken out, turn into Tim's, the little puff balls from the first game. Your goal is to capture the head boss Nagati and return the people they infected back to normal. Each boss uh, Nagati turns into a patch of cloth that Emma and Cole place on Balan's suit to repair his suit. When all six people are saved and the suit is fully restored, we return back to the theater where an entire massive group of Tim's hopefully are able to rebuild the theater. But we also need to find out what happened to theater in the first place to release all of these Nagati and what destroyed the theater. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's that's very interesting. I like um one of the elements I'm I'm really intrigued by is is taking the real world and then warping it. Yeah. I feel like there's probably a lot that you can do there where the first game, eh, thematically, the levels were were cool, but they could just kind of do anything they wanted. It felt kind of like bit. sloppily met. And I'm, I'm going to explain this a little bit more. Yeah. One of the things I hated from the first game was falling off of things. Yeah, we, we did that a lot. Box Fox. Always bo bothered me. So in this game, there, there's no open floating elements. Uh, maybe like there's something high up, but... It's a flat world. You can't fall off the edges. There's walls around places. I just don't like that gameplay because if the design is is rough or you accidentally miss a jump, it feels like you, you you're you're punished by exploring, and I don't like. That. But of course, like we stated earlier, your game's gonna have better jumps. Yes. All of our games better have better platforming. jumps. You know what? Anytime we pitch a game ever, <laughs> it's better, better jumps. Better, better jumps, jumps than Balan. <laughs> yes. Every time. Just so everybody knows. Okay. So three features. Here's my first back of the box. Six costume limit. All right. Yes, they all can jump. Uh, but each costume has one unique ability that you can trigger, such as flight or shooting fireballs. But each costume has a variety of passive abilities. So like the costumes uh, that can summer fireballs are also warm. Okay. Right. So uh, if there's like some ice covering a path, when you use this costume, the uh, costume melts the path. So you have a lot more grip. 
Uh, but let's say that costume also lights up. If it lights up, it will illuminate dark areas. Like a problem I had with the original Balan was that there was a costume that had a flame on its Absolutely. head and it didn't light up the area. Absolutely. So with this- you're, you're layering a lot of the different costumes from the original Balan yes. and then some, I imagine, uh, and creating something far more useful. Yes, tons of passive abilities, mm. things that are interacting with the world as you play in them. The goal here is to take the wild variety of costumes and uh, abilities from the first game and pare it down. All six costumes can be switched at any time once you've unlocked the world that they're actually in. So when you go to play that world, you're going to go through the entire world, beat it, and now you have the costume. You can take it anywhere you want. Kind of Mega Man a little bit, you know, yeah. where you get the abilities at the end. Yeah, absolutely. I like that exact same idea for this. And like I said, no matter where you are, you can switch the costumes at yeah. any time. There's no costume boxes, no keys you need to unlock. Do, do, you, do you have an idea for how you would uh, switch switcheroo your costumes? Uh, just the top triggers. It doesn't yeah, really matter. Super simple. You know, sure. you know what? Because that is simple, and it's buttons that were not used in the first game. So it's really, really simple like that. But I like it. Okay, number two. Costume multipath levels. Each level will be a single self-contained world themed around specific uh, person's sorrows. So, you know, if the janitor didn't like cleaning up garbage, you're going to have a garbage world. Uh, sad. <laughs> Still better than Balan Wonderworld. <laughs> Still, <laughs> Still better. Uh, but the levels are going to be a lot bigger now. I don't want multiple little stages. I want one gigantic level that you can explore. So um, each of the six worlds feels like it's an explorable place where, with a lot more going in. Think of it this way. Uh, the size of each individual uh, level from the original game together. That's it, right? Now, uh, something that's important is the level will have an introduction costume, which is the costume you get right at the beginning. Uh, and the majority of the stage can be completed with that one costume. So you can go all the way through and beat it. However, once you've completed the world, you can revisit it again with new abilities and get access to new areas and find new abilities. So it's basically a simple idea. We've seen that done before. Yeah. And all I'm trying to do is pare down the ideas. But this also relies upon the next part. I don't like the idea of having six abilities and not knowing uh, when an ability would be useful. So I wanted to create something different and this comes into the third feature. Okay. So feature three, joy color completion system. Each world begins in black and white and muted colors filled with sorrow. Every time you rid the world of enemies and complete minor objectives, you bring back rich, vibrant color to the level and make it a lot less warped and weird looking. As you do this, more paths begin to open, but unlike other 3D platformers, it's clear to see where you need to go because the muted color areas and the black and white areas uh, need your attention. So if you haven't been there, you know that you're, you need to go there and yeah, try to figure something out. Totally. That way you know, maybe I need an ability to get to that area and do something. It's almost like uh, how we have uh, maps in Metroidvania style games where like a room is blanked out. You see it on your map, but you yeah. in this game, you see it within the world itself. Like, That's oh no, I have not been there. I possibly have not been able to access it because I, I don't have the costume yet. That's right. And uh, that entire concept, that idea really is all about uh, revisiting the stages, replaying these places, having a lot more fun with them. And once you've completed the entire stage 100%, a gigantic musical number plays out that covers the individual sorrow and what eventually made them happy. Each stage has one completely original music number inspired by the surroundings yeah. and their job or or their, just their life in general. Can I help you out with the with the garbage man stage? Sure. Used to hate garbage, and now I think it's okay. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> sure, it. That's why not? it. And then there's like a fanfare confetti. My biggest problem with the original, uh, like, uh, musical numbers is that they felt hollow and, and they didn't matter. And some of them duplicated. It was the same song you'd hear from one to the other. I want the level. I want the musical number to actually be something that is is fun and interesting and, and cool to watch. And as you're watching it, as you're watching the, the musical number play out, you can move the camera around and see different aspects and different scenes each place uh, like kind of just representing what made the sorrow happen in the first place why they were so easily attracted by the nagati so that's what i wanted to do i wanted to have something that is big and interesting and kind of a reward for finally completing the level which typically when you beat a a platformer level uh in, in multiple platformers at the end you don't really get much out of it except for maybe like a bonus point or an ability i really wanted this to be something much more rewarding when I'm talking a full musical number, I don't mean like 10 seconds. I mean like a two minute musical song <sighs> complete with direction and, 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 and unique movements and stuff like that. Something you'd see in a movie. I just want it in this game. 
There's only going to be six worlds. There's only going to be six of them. It may be a seventh once you beat the game. You know, dude, I, this is your idea, but I would love it if it was like, if if the, if the graphics just switched over to like a real live performance. Oh, why not? Like I real don't people. care. I don't care. <laughs> I just want man. the game. I, it would be fine. The, the idea is- yeah, I like it. I want the visual style to be a little bit different between each world, right? Because it's a different thing. So that visual style represents a lot of things. I, I want it to be like the costume that they're wearing, the one that Emma and Cole helped Balan pick out is something that they believe, because their their experience in the past game, they believe will help Balan in this world. So it's some ability, something. It will Balan have a costume made of pure garbage, like uh, soiled diapers <laughs> to I, old cups. My, my, my <laughs> idea was it would be something more like a unique looking janitorial costume okay. for, the, for the janitors. You thing, can go right? that way too. <laughs> go, I mean, like, would would Emma and Cole be selling a garbage suit? You know what I mean? Like, I wanted it to be, it's- This one it's, was sprayed by a skunk. <laughs> it's it's their, their, their entire experience from the first game has yeah. given them this- this rather amazing perspective on on what costumes are, what what people's sorrows are like. So they've they've been kind of slowly doing this. And at the end of the game, I don't want to reveal like the whole story, but one of the things you're going to discover is the villain from the first game. We get to learn who they are in this one and why they did what they did. And that's going to be revealed in kind of like a somber, uh, almost sad poem instead of a musical because he represents sadness. So I was thinking something more like uh, Edgar Allan Poe style thing. And then once that's all revealed, maybe Emma and Cole become the new runners of the theater. Who knows, oh, right? Something like that Bringing the theater happens. back. Yeah, yeah. Possibly. Very cool. Wow, I, I really, yeah, I'm, I enjoyed your pitch. I'm so happy that uh, that that you've taken the idea of the dancing sequence at the end. I bet you people listening to this were like, they're getting rid of those dancing. No. Both of us embraced it. I know. It's, we're like, no, it's still there. <laughs> the whole idea of this, of what we're doing here, this is yeah. very unique because this is the first time we're doing this. Mm. It's not about taking a bad game and completely erasing it. When we look at a bad game and we're trying to make something better out of it, it can't just be destroying everything that yeah, made yeah. the original yeah, game. Yeah. They have to take elements. They have to be absolutely, pulled forward. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I, I feel like your your pitch, your trailer, everything stayed very true. I think yours has the, a lot of core. good stuff on it too that really does represent uh, what some yeah, the, elements the of the burning fires of hell. <laughs> Look, it's a weird one, no doubt. Mine is a little bit more, I think, traditional into what a sequel to Balan could possibly be, but it's weird because there's probably never going to be a sequel to Balan. But if there was, the next person that watches this is gonna be figuring it out. But before we get to that, here's a quick reminder of what our ideas were. So Adam, what were yours? My game is entitled Balan Underworld. Balan gets dead. Back of the box point number one, seven deadly worlds to cheer up. And where? Back of the box point number two, Balan's bout to Muso, all new Balan's bout system. Back of the box point number three, Tower of Power, the Tower of Tim's has a reason to exist. And my game was called Balan Wonderworld Second Act. My first feature was six costume limit. My second feature was costume multipath levels. And my third feature was joy color completion system. All right, those are our ideas. We've, we've uh, laid them out, we've wrapped them up, put a pretty little bow on them. It's time to send them out. That's right. And now our ideas are going to be entering the ring of combat. One of us will be a winner and the other one will have to play Balm Wonder World again. I was never told that. Yes, it's <laughs> bad that you weren't told that, but it's true. <laughs> now it's time for the next sequence. Producer notes. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are back. So <laughs> our pitches have been sent out to a mystery producer. And what's that? We've heard back from them. Yes, we have. Shane. 
Who is our mystery producer for today? Well, today's special guest producer is Austin from Austin Eruption. Now, this is special because uh, Balan has not been played by very many people. Yeah, but but uh, this this person has played a lot. Yes. A lot and read a lot yeah. about Balan, which worries me. Uh, Austin actually read the book. Because I may have gone off lore. <laughs> you might have, just a bit. But we're going to find out what Austin thinks right now. Yo, it's Austin, and I'm going to be your producer today, which makes sense because I'm probably the world's biggest Balan Wonderworld fan. I was able to score this gig at a parking lot at like 3 a.m., so life's working out. So I've heard both of your ideas, and I've got a lot of feedback for you. Let's start with Shane's idea, Balan Wonderworld Second Act. It's an idea that I think it's pretty solid. I like the idea of expanding upon everything that the first game did while also tearing down the foundation and trying something new. I mean, super innovative having a jump button and an attack button or a function button, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if you meant to do this, but you might have accidentally created Epic Mickey 3 with an idea that sounds pretty decent. I like the idea that since this takes place in the future with Leo and Emma owning their own shop, that you could also have some other characters from the book uh, come in and make a little splash. Yeah, go read the novel. I did. They made it out okay. And since the original does kind of leave it open for a sequel, what with the backstory of villain character, it makes a lot of sense to see it all come forward and have them break out of the Wonderworld into reality itself. I think that the six costume limit is a really good idea. It's something that the original game should have had considering it had like, what, 80? And with the costume multipath levels, you can really add replayability with, like you said, filling the world with color, which is kind of like the blob also, but like on a grander scale. I like the idea of like one big stage per world, but I don't know how I feel about no death holes, mostly just cause that's part of classic platforming. But if you're working it into where Balance costume does get ripped up, it does make sense that he wouldn't be able to fly anymore. God, how do I remember this? And since you are playing as Balan and you're going around spreading joy, having an actual visual indication of that is a pretty good idea. It is very epic Mickey or the blob, like I said, but it is a really cool concept that hasn't really been touched on since those games. Mega Man style suit unlocks, yes, big thumbs up from me. Also 100% musical numbers, yes. Big yes, because why are we even making a Balan Wonderworld sequel if we're not going to put musical numbers in it? Although I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a little bit of Balanese, but that, that's me personally. It adds to the charm, the mystique. With the whole level idea kind of having a Psychonauts vibe with getting into people's psyches and people's worlds being based off, you know, their jobs or a garbage person. It makes sense that this final world would be something that's just depressing. Also, I'm glad you brought back Lance because you can't have Balan without Lance. Balance. See what I did there? Overall, pretty solid. All right, so we've heard back. Now, yes. this this is important. Yeah. Um, I have played Epic Mickey. Yes. I know what he's I, talking I about. I have played De Blob. Yes, me too, actually. And and it's it's true. Those games I have played did. Saboteur. <laughs> a lot of games that have black and white and color comes back in them. That's that's a true thing. And that's where uh, Saboteur specifically was where my mind was going with that idea. You were going to the Saboteur I wasn't with, with your Balan game. I wanted people to think I invented it. No, but like really, it's just it's I just wanted a visual representation. Yes. I thought when yes. those mechanics yeah. had been used in the past successfully, I thought it would work great in this game. So I'm glad that our guest producer knows so much about video games that he mm. wouldn't let me just have that one as my own invention. He sounds <laughs> very very warm to to plenty of your ideas. It yeah. sounds like the the ball is in your court right now. But we have one more pitch. Yes, we. Do. That uh, needs to be waded through by our uh, guest producer. All right. And now for Adam's idea. I love it. Balan Underworld, Balan Get Dead. As someone who's a big fan of like character action games and the concept of Dante's Inferno, the idea of taking this thing that was happy, joy, fun time and twisting it around like a kid's fairy tale is super. Oh, I love it. Every proper sequel needs a new character, and Fenton Craig is a perfect fit. I don't know if he's supposed to be like the kid of Emma and Leo, but I'll leave that for you to decide. I think honestly, this makes a lot of sense because the idea of Wonderworld is kind of a purgatory where people enter in different points in time. So yeah, let's go down. Let's go straight to Satan. Why not? It makes sense. I do have to commend you and Shane, of course, on the idea of incorporating a jump and an action button though. Very innovative. I'll have to think about it. I'll have to present it to the board. So we got seven deadly worlds in where, being the seven circles of hell, and the idea of having each costume, as you say, be reflective of those worlds and those sins is really interesting. I've actually been playing Dante's Inferno this week for something I'm working on. So maybe this isn't fair, but uh, 
yeah, I'll, I'll try to strike a balance, a, a balance lance. You brought up the suit for like Envy being something that kind of reminds me of Kirby actually. And since the original game did have so many powers, you could use one to, you know, expand. And if these suits are able to be taken into another level, then you can really explore with your options. Maybe not 80, but I don't know. 20, we could do 20. And since it is Balan Underworld, it makes sense that there would be, you know, Balan. And putting him to a Musou clone would be just perfect. Although I will say, since you don't seem to have any kind of affection towards the QTEs, that we should bring them back, but like God of War style, where, you know, you're mashing X to like rip some guy's head off. Then you have the Tower of Power, which I agree should be incorporated into the ending, but I would like to see that as a 100% thing to incentivize people who, you know, like to go for the Platinum Trophy, want to get everything and maximize the Tims. Speaking of Tims, I personally think that the Tower of Power should go beyond just getting out of hell, actually, because you didn't mention one specific thing that I was hoping you would in your pitch. So if Balan is indeed the incarnation of all that is evil, what would be the incarnation of all that is good? Lance. And then this comes around from the original game where Lance is trying to shut down the Wonderworld, destroy the theater, because he knows that Balan is the pure incarnation of all that is evil. And then you can have the game end with a giant Titan-style battle between Balan and Lance, or, you know, Satan and God. But you can't forget one thing, one final thing is that they both have to reveal themselves to be extremely attractive. So Adam, your pitch needed a little work on my end, but I am the producer, so I thought it was pretty good. I did not expect as positive of a reaction as we got here. I'm, I I'm actually very surprised. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Just the fact that he was playing Dante's Inferno while you're coming up with the idea of a Dante's Inferno-like experience. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of luck or the people I sent over to to his place it's were, were taking good play notes. Because like, he, <laughs> he sounded like he really was enjoying what you were bringing onto the table. See, mine, again, very by the numbers. Yeah. I got the musical numbers. I, I've the things you we wanted. I got from musical the game. numbers too. True, true. It's the demons are dancing. Yeah, but I got really long yes, musical numbers. That's true. You really bit into them. I don't have the balance. Yes, the balance. Okay, that's and, true. And, and, that's true. And I would have. I usually like giant kaiju and giant robots. I've spoken about it a billion times. I left it out of this pitch. See what happens. Yeah, it's true. Just see what happens it's when true. I take the giant Absolutely. monster fights out. You took the high road, and the high road is going to sink you this time. It sounds like I took the high road with Balan Underworld. That <laughs> there's so much to there's so much to there is. <laughs> look, this is a complicated yeah. one because of everyone we could get online. Yes. Every single person. Yes, this is the one person that could he actually has a look degree. at these. Yeah, he's got he's he got has Balan a degree, degree in Balinese. That's right. Yeah, I am so so on the fence here. I don't know who's gonna win this, but you know what? If you win, it's fine. <laughs> I feel like I've done something magical today. Magical? Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, Austin, who did you go with? My pick for the best idea goes to Adam. Yeah! Adam wins! I, 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 okay. <sighs> oh, sorry. I got it. Um, let me pull my sweater. Okay. Okay. That, or it's fair. <laughs> it's fair. I, I guess. I gotta tell you, buddy. I am so confused. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I, I did I thought, not. I, I went into this. I was like, well, this is fun. Oh, that's stupid and fun too. Like I just went, I, I, I had a, a through line of like, well, that's just really, really weird. When I, when I was going I was, over the pitch, I was and, trying so hard to make a good game. <laughs> I thought, well, if you really did like Balan, this is probably the way you'd want to go. Yeah. Well, that, that goes to show you playing it safe is not always the, the right way to go. Right. There, went, there are some sequels to some video games that are so far went like the field. underworld. You've turned Balan into a villain, and and I was trying to make him. Oh, Balan's been the villain this whole time. You just you open your eyes, man. Apparently, Austin agrees. Open with you. your heart, man. <laughs> well, I, I guess that's just the way it's going to be. But I really want to hear why yeah. Austin went in this direction. You know, Austin, explain yourself. Explain yourself. And let me tell you why. Balan Wonderworld is a game that flopped so commercially and critically hard that even though I do have a slight affinity for it, we're gonna have to tear down this entire foundation. And while Shane's idea does have you literally do that with the theater in the beginning, there's nothing more 
appropriate for what this game needs than a gritty reboot where you get thrown straight down into hell. It sounds ridiculous, but I actually think that this could work. That being said, I did really like Shane's idea of the world getting filled with color over time as you complete areas and, you know, seeing places that you had to go depending on how black and white it was. I'm not necessarily saying that we should yoink that idea, but it could theoretically work for the circles of hell. Hmm? You both presented great ideas like having better jumps and, you know, a two button control scheme, or in some cases four, if you're changing between the costumes. But I think for Bell and Wonderworld, we have to really break ground. And there's no better way to do that than with that gritty reboot, going straight to hell and coming up with a weird idea that just totally eclipses the original. It's kind of like the difference between watching Alien and then Aliens. They're both very different movies made by different people, but in the case of Balan Underworld, I really think that Fenton Craig could be our Ripley. <laughs> Thanks so much to Adam and Shane for having me, the producer, on board, and hopefully you will all enjoy Balan Underworld, Balan Gets Dead in 2027. Shane, you heard it. Yep. The Ripley of, of Bal and Wonderworld. <laughs> Fenton Craig is the Ripley from Aliens 2. Uh, aliens, I should say. Yeah, there's no Aliens 2. There's, I know yeah. that. How come I didn't win this one, Adam? <laughs> huh? Huh? I am so... It, it, look, okay. Dude, I'm just as, as baffled as you yeah, are, but I, that's 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 what the show's about, man. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. I, I liked my idea. I thought, I thought oh, if, if we're pitching this to someone, they might not pick it, but maybe they will. You know what our mistake was? What? Picking a producer that actually played Balan was like, well, I don't want more of that. <laughs> so that's what it was. He played it so thoroughly that he was like, <laughs> whatever is not the game I spent hours upon hours <laughs> playing through, I pick that one. I think you literally could have pitched yeah. Tic-Tac-Toe <laughs> as the Balan sequel, and you probably would have won over what I was yeah, creating. Well, so there you yeah, go. there we go. Well, Adam, what what else you got to say? I've got to say that uh, you're going to be shining my trophy for a very, very long time, and it's going to look just like Balan. Uh, just evil, a, a, one of the Balan evil, trophies. Horrible Balan. Uh, well, we want to thank Austin so much for being a special guest on this episode. If you want to check out his show, it's Austin Eruption on YouTube. He's got an episode specifically where he covers Balan Wonderworld, and it is fantastic. It's a fan, uh, honestly. Outside of ourselves and our own episode, yes. it is the most thorough yep. video you will see on that game ever made by anyone. And he even gets into the book and the novelization. That's right. It's super worth checking out. Do you have your own idea for one of the sequels that we've discussed? Send it in and we might actually feature it in the show. Just leave your ideas in the comments section of the YouTube version of the show or in a review on the Apple Podcasts app. As always, thank you so very much for watching or listening to our show. And for really sitting here listening to us create a pitch for Balan Wonderworld, which Con is probably never going to happen in the first place. Congratulations. You listened to more Balan Wonderworld after everyone thought Balan went away for good. Yeah. And uh, I think maybe it has, but who knows? Maybe in the future there might actually be a sequel. Uh, but until then, we'll see you next, next game. Next game. Thanks for listening to Next Game. This podcast was produced and edited by me, Robin Lewis, featuring original music by James Ronald. For more Next Game fun, you can enjoy this episode with full video right now by going to youtube.com slash at symbol next game show. What did you think of the episode? Let us know by leaving a review for Next Game on the Apple Podcasts app. Just open Next Game from the Library tab, scroll a bit, and then tap to rate. And while you're there, you can leave your own pitch for one of the games we've covered on the show. We might feature it in an episode. Whether you pitch a game or not, every review matters. For behind-the-scenes goodies and exclusive bonus content, join us on Patreon for just $1 a month. Head over to patreon.com slash rerez. Want to talk about more video games with fans of the show? Join our official Discord server at discord.gg slash rerez. Next Game is a Rerez production.